0: solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum,
1: bum, 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 bum. Welcome, my friends, to another episode. I'm Molly.
0: And I'm Alex. And this this is is... Potter Wild.
1: Wow, so much energy. (laughs)
0: Yeah, I don't know where that came from. (laughs) I have a
1: little sniff everything's fine but I have like a little phlegm in my throat Ooh, no one a little, panic
0: a little phlegm
1: I'm also having a beer which isn't helping that
0: oh I see I oh I see
1: you. oh I see
0: well I'm in full health so Love to and see it I'm drinking water so you need to <laughs> I do
1: um well do you hear something? Hoot, hoot, tap tap. Oh, a,
0: little, a little owl.
1: A little owl carries a little iTunes review. Oh wow. Throwback. And it was such a nice review. I felt like we we had to read it. Of
0: course.
1: This is I um, haven't had one of those in
0: a while. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, this is from Morgan, who I think comes via Jessa and Alex's watch um a fan a multi-platform fan Mm. um they say five stars magical parentheses literally um i adore this podcast it's so fun to hear alex and molly and all their friends and guests discuss a book series i have loved for as long as i can remember i grew up on harry potter and started reading the books in second grade very hermione like if you ask me the hosts balance in-depth conversation analysis and humor so well Honestly, best compliment we could get. Thank
0: y'all, thank (laughs) y'all.
1: They've definitely made me laugh out loud at my office job more than once. My coworkers definitely think I'm weird, but hey, don't let the muggles get you down. I'd love to be a guest on the show and answer my own series of lightning bolt questions, but I'll settle for giving my answers here. So they have their list of um, answers. So their house is Ravenclaw. Uh, Class I would take, Transfiguration. Simply seems too helpful to day-to-day life. Um, favorite character is McGonagall. And they say I even named my dog Minerva after her. After her. Um, favorite book is Prisoner of Azkaban. Movie is Half-Blood Prince. Hardest Death is Fred. And then they bring back Sirius Black.
0: Wow. That's really, really great. Um you do sound a lot like Hermione based on those answers.
1: Yeah. Love to see it, love to read it. Hint hint, more five-star reviews, please.
0: Also give Minerva a cuddle and a kiss for me. <laughs> I want a little pepperoni so bad. So
1: after our brief interlude into Hamilton World, we are back. Brief. <laughs> <laughs> Two episodes. Brief little, uh, we took an intermission, if you will, into Mm -hmm. musicals, Mm -hmm. but we're back with everyone's favorite Broadway,
0: Cursed Child. Yeah, that's everyone's favorite Broadway.
1: West End. (laughs) We are in Act Four now. We will still be reading um, our parts with enthusiasm of course um and we'll be doing we'll be splitting up act four and um yeah hop on the express with us choo choo
0: choo 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 okay so the people present in this act four scene one are as follows Hermione, Professor McGonagall, Draco, Ron, Ginny and Harry, although Ginny, Ron, and Harry, and Draco are like kind of one-liners. I feel like like Harry and and Hermione.
1: Who do you want to be?
0: I really have no preference in this, in this list. I can do McGonagall
1: and Harry. Okay. So
0: I'll do Herm.
1: Do you want to do Herm, Draco, and Jenny? And I'll do Harry, Hermione, and Ron. Sounds
0: good. Herm, Drake, Jenny. I meant I'm at
1: Harry. I'm I'm at Harry McGonagall and Ron. Mm-hmm. Okay. you do you wanna do um or are you doing Hermione? Yeah. Okay, so then I'll do, do stage. stage. Yes. <laughs> okay.
0: Glad we figured that out. <laughs>
1: Um, we've been cast. Ministry of Magic Grand Meeting Room. Wizards and witches from all over cram into the grand meeting room. Hermione walks onto a hastily made stage. She raises her hand for silence. Silence falls. She's surprised at the lack of effort it took. She looks around herself.
0: Thank you. I'm so pleased so many of you were able to make my second extraordinary general meeting. I've got some things to say. I ask that we deal with these with questions and there will be a lot of questions after I speak. As many of you know, a boy has been found at Hogwarts. His name was Craig Bowker. He was a good boy. We have no firm information who who was responsible for the act, but yesterday we searched St. Oswald's, a room there revealed two things. One, a prophecy that prophesied the return of the darkness. Two, written on the ceiling, a proclamation that the Dark Lord had a, that Voldemort had a child.
1: The news reverberates around the room.
0: We don't know the full details. We're only just investigating. Wow, my accent is very weird right now. (laughs) I can't like find it in my mouth. We're only just investigating, questioning those with with a Death Eater connection. And as yet, and as yet, no record has been found either of the child or of the prophecy. But it does not look like there's some truth wow 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 Wow! Wow! <laughs> but it does look like there's some truth to it this child was kept hidden from the wizarding world and now she's well she's she a daughter he had a daughter McGonagall. yes a daughter
1: and is she now in custody professor she did
0: ask oh,
1: that's oh. okay that's me sorry Professor, she did ask for no questions.
0: It's fine, Harry. No, Professor, that's where this gets worse. I'm afraid we've no means of taking her into custody, or indeed stopping her doing anything. She's out of our reach. We can't look for her? We have good reason to believe she's hidden herself. In time. Of all the reckless, stupid
1: things, you kept that time turning even now? Professor, I assure you. Shame on you, Hermione Granger. Hermione flinches in the face of the anger. No. No,
0: she doesn't... This is Harry. Sorry, guys. Sorry. Yeah, Harry.
1: I should say before. Harry. Harry. <laughs> We're off tonight. Okay. We're off
0: tonight. I feel like we need, like, a little, like... I don't know. A little warm up game, a little improv. Red leather, yellow leather. Red, Red leather,
1: leather, yellow leather. Red
0: leather, yellow leather. I almost want to start over, but I remember that this is not the point. It's not to get like a clean recording yeah. of
1: the dialogue. <laughs> we'll we'll get there. I think we just gotta power through, Harry. No, she doesn't deserve that. You have the right to be angry. You all do, but this is not Hermione's fault. We don't know how the witch got hold of the time tenor. Whether my son gave it to her,
0: whether our son—this is Jenny—whether our son gave it to her, or whatever it was stolen from him, Jenny or whether joined, it was stolen from him,
1: Jenny joins Harry on this stage. Professor McGonagall, your solidarity is admirable, but it doesn't make your negligence negligible.
0: Then it's negligence I too should face.
1: Draco walks up to the stage and stands beside Jenny. This is almost a Spartacus moment. There are gasps. What? Oh, God. A very relatable reference that we all get.
0: Hermione and Harry have done nothing wrong, but try and protect us all. If they're guilty, then I am too.
1: Hermione looks across at her cohort. Moved. Ron joins them on stage. Uh, just to say, I didn't know about. I didn't know about much of it, so can't take responsibility. And I'm pretty sure my kids had nothing to do with it. But this law, I'm standing up here, so then so am I.
0: Uh, what about Punjab
1: <laughs> and you? <laughs> That's my fault, though, because that's what I called him last episode on accident. I also think of the character from the original Annie is named Punjab. A very problematic part.
0: Yike. Um, Jenny, no one can know where they are, whether they're together or apart. I trust that our sons will be doing all they can to stop her, but... Hermione, we haven't given up. We've gone, to the, we've gone to the giants, the trolls, everyone we can find. The auras are out flying, searching, talking to those who know secrets, following those who won't reveal secrets.
1: Harry, but there is one truth we can't escape. That somewhere in our past, a witch is trying to rewrite everything we ever knew and all we can do is wait. Wait for a moment. She either succeeds or fails, Professor McGonagall. And if she succeeds, Harry, then just then, just like that, most of the people in this room will be gone. They'll no longer exist, and Voldemort will rule again. Hmm. I don't know who this professor McGonagall is showing up like with all this attitude. Also like she hasn't known stuff has been going on this whole time.
0: Right. Like who is she? (laughs) Who is this woman? I don't know her.
1: So far McGonagall has been fine ish, except for like letting Harry walk all over her.
0: Right. And then now suddenly she gets a backbone and in a bad way, this feels like the McGonagall from the fantastic beast series. Oh yeah. You know, the one I was for like, like 30 years in the future. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. I mean in the yeah, in the past.
1: <laughs> Someone asked us when we were watching that, and I was like, eventually, probably.
0: <laughs> watch it when it comes on HBO Max.
1: Okay. Yeah. Um,
0: okay. <clears throat> we got our boys in this next scene. I'll read stage directions. Act four, scene two, Scottish Highlands, Aviamore train station, 1981. Albus and Scorpius are looking at the station master apprehensively. One of
1: us should talk to him, don't you think? This is Albus.
0: <coughs> Hello, Mr. Station master, Mr. Muggle. <laughs> question. <laughs> Did you see a flying witch passing here? And by the way, what year is it? We just ran away from Hogwarts because we were frightened of upsetting things. But this is okay. You
1: know what annoys me, most of all? Dad'll think we did this deliberately.
0: Albus, really? I mean, really, really? We're trapped, lost, in time, probably permanently. And you're worrying about what your dad might think about it. I will never understand the two of you.
1: There's a lot to understand. Dad's pretty complicated.
0: <laughs> and you're not. Not to question your taste in women. But you fancied, well... They both know who he's talking about. Well, duh. <laughs> 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 we all I know, did. okay? We yeah. all know, Jack.
1: <laughs> um... Nothing like that for your first girlfriend to push you into the man of your dreams. <laughs> Damn. Um I did, didn't I? I mean, what she did to Craig.
0: Let's not think about it. Let's focus on the fact that we have no wands, no brooms, no means of returning to our time. All we have is our wits and... No, that's all. Our wits. And we have to stop her
1: station master in a very strong The yeah, Kenneth on recce train is running late boys
0: oh no <laughs> i want to hear you do it one more time there's another
1: line coming up
0: you kidding it's so hard that's so hard I oh. used to be able
1: to do a Scottish accent because I was in a Scottish play musical me. called
0: Brigadoon. Brigadoon. See, a my doon. Scottish accent always just ends up Irish. You can, uh, I can't. I can't. I'm glad you're doing it. That's all I'm saying. <clears throat> Sorry.
1: If you're waiting on the old Ricky train, you'll need to take in a running late <laughs> train. Works on a it line. It's on a mended time bird.
0: I don't up. even know what it's supposed to be saying. <laughs> they look back bewildered. He frowns and hands them an amended timetable. He points to the right bit of it. Light. Albus takes it and examines it. His face changes as he takes in an enormous information. Scorbus, Scorbus. <laughs> <laughs> Freudian. Scorpius just stares at the station master.
1: I know where she is.
0: You understood that. Look at the date on the timetable. Scorpius leans in to read. The 30th of October, 1981. Day before Halloween's eve, 39 years ago. But why is she... Oh. Scorpius's Scorpius's face falls as he realises.
1: The death of my grandparents. The attack on my dad as a baby. The moment when Voldemort's curse rebounded on himself. She's not trying to bring about her prophecy. She's trying to prevent the big one.
0: The big one?
1: The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord approaches.
0: Scorpius joins in. Born, Born to, to those, those who have fight. to defied him. Born to the seventh seven. month. dies.
1: I love that they both have that memorized.
0: Tracks. Scorpius' face falls with every word. It's my fault. I told her that prophecies can be broken. I told her the whole logic of prophecies is questionable.
1: In 24 hours time, Voldemort curses himself trying to kill the baby Harry Potter. Delphi is trying to prevent that curse. She's going to kill Harry herself. We need to get to Godric's Hollow. Now, I love that he's shifted to calling the baby Harry and not dad. Yeah.
0: No.
1: I mean, it's weird. You it's have creepy. to keep it
0: separate. You have to keep it separate.
1: We've all seen Back to the Future. We know things can get a dicey. Lot.
0: Things yeah. can get dicey. What a great way to say that.
1: Okay. <clears throat> Fine. That was a perfectly fine scene. Thank you, Jack.
0: <laughs> yeah, fine. <laughs> All except the stage directions were were superb.
1: Um, act four, scene three, Godric's Hollow, 1981. Oh, no. Albus and Scorpius walk through the center of Godric's Hollow, and it's a bustling, beautiful little village.
0: Well, there's no visible signs of an attack that I can see.
1: This is Godric's Hollow?
0: Your dad's never taken you.
1: No, he tried a few times, but I refused.
0: Well, there's no time for it all. We have a murderous witch to save from the world. But regard the church of St. Jeremy's.
1: As he indicates, a church becomes visible. What a little shit, Albus is. I know. I won't.
0: I would. I refuse to go to the place where your parents died. What a fucking asshole. I'm sorry.
1: He sucks. Um, It's magnificent.
0: And St. Jeremy's graveyard is supposedly magnificently haunted. He points in the other direction. And that's where the statue of Harry and his parents will be.
1: My dad has a statue. Oh. (laughs) Are you surprised by that Albus?
0: I just truly, Albus right now is on my last nerve. Not yet. But he will. Hopefully. And this, this house is where Batilda Bagshot lives. Lived. Lives.
1: The Batilda Bagshot. A history of magic Batilda Bagshot.
0: The very same. Oh my, that's her. Wow. Squeak. My geekiness (laughs) is quivering.
1: Scorpius.
0: And here it is.
1: The home of James, Lily and Harry Potter. Oh, am I doing that? Yes. <laughs> a young, attractive couple leave a house with a baby in a pushchair. Albus moves towards them. Scorpius pulls him back.
0: They can't see you, Albus. It might damage time. And we're not doing that. Not this time.
1: But this means she hasn't. We've made it. She ha- She hasn't.
0: So what do we do now? ready to fight her because she's pretty um fierce
1: yes we haven't really thought this one through have we what do we do now how do we protect my dad i don't feel like this scene needed to be in there the (laughs) Bethilda
0: the bag shot yeah the Bethilda the bag shot the Oh, my God. We have to do Dumbledore. Good Lord. I would like to be Dumbledore.
1: Okay. I would like to be Harry. All right, great. (laughs) And Draco comes in, too. All
0: right. Well, you can be Draco, too. Okay. Uh, And I'll read stage directions. Okey-dokey. For scene four, the Ministry of Magic, Harry's Office. Harry is hurriedly going through paperwork. Good evening, Harry. (laughs) A beat. (laughs) Harry looks up at the portrait of Dumbledore, his face passive.
1: We needed a beat. (laughs) (laughs) Professor Dumbledore, in my office, I'm honored. I must be where the action is tonight. What are you doing? Going through papers, seeing if I've missed anything I shouldn't have. marshaling forces to fight in the limited way we can fight. Knowing that the battle is being raged far away from us, what else can I do?
0: Pause. Dumbledore says nothing.
1: Where have you been, Dumbledore?
0: I'm here now.
1: Here, just as the battle is lost. Or are you denying that Voldemort is going to return? It is
0: possible.
1: Go. Leave. I don't want you here. I don't need you. You were absent every time it really counted. I fought him three times without you. I'll face him again if it, if needs be. Alone.
0: Harry, do you think I wanted to fight him on your behalf? Don't you think I wanted to fight him on your behalf? I would have spared you if I could.
1: Love blinds us. Do you even know what that means? Do you even know how bad that advice was? My son is my son is fighting battles for us just as I had for you. And I'd have proved as bad a father to him as you were to me, leaving him in places he felt unloved, growing in him resentments he'll take years to understand. Oh, don't blame Dumbledore for this, Harry.
0: Harry, hey, Dumbledore didn't say I wish you weren't my son.
1: Also, Dumbledore never claimed to be your daddy, just because you okay. call him that. You put
0: that on him
1: yourself, okay? In fact, he literally was like, I need some space from
0: you, Harry. <laughs> he did try to distance himself. So Harry, 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 Harry. If you're referring to Privet Drive, then years
1: years i spent there alone without knowing what i was or why i was there without knowing that that anybody cared. i did
0: not wish to become attached to you protecting yourself even then no i was protecting you i did not want to hurt you Dumbledore attempts to reach out of the portrait, but he can't. (laughs) Oh, shit. (laughs) He begins to cry, but tries to hide it. I don't think Dumbledore would try and hide his tears.
1: Also, Jack Thorne, don't try and explain away Privet Drive now.
0: I know. See, all of this is just so, like, Let me fix the mistakes of the old series of this whole scene. Like I I
1: read the internet discourse and I have to explain it all.
0: Right. Like nobody asked you to do that. Leave it alone.
1: Get off of Tumblr, Jack.
0: (laughs) But I had to meet you in the end. 11 years old. And you were so brave. So good. You walked un- complainingly along the path that had been laid out at your feet. Of course, I loved you. Perfect. (laughs) I love that I've decided to be Richard Harris. (laughs) Like, I could have gone for a more reasonable voice of Michael Gambit.
1: Literally, that, of course, was the most perfect reading I've ever heard.
0: (laughs) Thank you. I felt Dumbledore come <laughs> upon me. I said, "I must be him today, just like your Ron." <laughs> and I knew that it would happen all over again. That where I loved, I would cause irreparable damage. I am no fit person to love. I have never loved without causing, harm, a beat. (laughs) I can't. With with his beats, guys, uh, if you're ever writing a play, this is an overuse of a beat, okay? It's not a beat if you use it after every line. (laughs) Like, read the room.
1: (laughs) Like, we know when to pause. You would have hurt me less if you had told me this then
0: openly weeping now <laughs> I was I just can't picture him I this is just not how Dumbledore operates
1: maybe a single tear but honestly yeah. like we haven't we are jumping headfirst into this emotional scene like where is the buildup?
0: this is the first Dumbledore we've gotten I was blind That is what love does. Oh my God. I just can't with this whole. Should they go
1: on the reality show? Love is blind.
0: I couldn't see that you needed to hear it. That it, that this, that you needed to hear that this closed up, tricky, dangerous, old man loved you. A pause. The two men are overcome with emotion.
1: It isn't true that I never complained.
0: Harry, there is never a perfect answer in this messy, emotional world. Perfection is beyond the reach of humankind, beyond the reach of magic. In every shining moment, Happiness is that drop of poison, the knowledge that pain will come again. But be honest to those you love. Show your pain. To suffer is as human as breath.
1: You said that to me once before.
0: It is all I have to offer you tonight.
1: I think a much better way to do the Dumbledore in this would have literally just had him repeat things that he said in the original book because like he's a portrait so he doesn't have right he's
0: yeah and honestly to have Harry realize that would have been a more emotional like heart rate breaking thing but we don't have any depth in this so of course we don't get that but can you imagine harry at every turn going to dumbledore and he's just repeating the things that he's already said right like, wisdoms harry already knows and then harry just being like you're not him
1: also like you have nothing left to give me like i have nothing left to Ooh. learn
0: from you oh
1: yeah god damn it um
0: Again, why weren't we consulted?
1: <clears throat> I don't know if you already said he, he begins to walk away. Don't go.
0: <laughs> Those that we love never truly leave us, Harry. There are things that death cannot touch. Paint. And memory. And love.
1: I loved you too, Dumbledore. I know. Actually, I guess you should do Draco.
0: Yeah, he is gone. Oh boy, I have to do Draco. Oh no. (laughs) He's gone and Harry is alone. Draco enters. Did you know that in this other reality, the reality Scorpius saw into, I was head of magical law enforcement. Maybe this room will be mine soon enough. Are you okay? Harry is consumed in his grief.
1: Come in. I'll give you a tour.
0: Draco walks hesitantly inside the room. He looks around distastefully. The thing is, though, never really fancied being a ministry man. Even as a child, my dad. It's all he ever wanted. Me? No. What, what did you want to do? Quidditch, but I wasn't good enough. Mainly, I wanted to be happy.
1: I don't believe that that's what Draco aspired to do was Quidditch.
0: I could see it. I could see a world where he, he like a simpler time where he's like, from the last time that I've ever wanted to be anything, I wanted to be Quidditch. But like, because he had to so long, uh, like, his life changed in like fourth year so I can imagine like a 13 year old Draco being like yeah I want to be a Quidditch star you know
1: yeah I could see that but like even then like his dad bought his spot on the team like I would think that he'd want some like random thing that we don't know about kind of
0: yeah I mean yeah (laughs) I mean it's fine it's not like a oh my god
1: I can see I
0: can see it it's not my biggest bone to pick, I will say. Certainly. I don't think Draco is going into Harry's office and telling him all this, but I guess now him and Ginny and Harry are, like, all married, so it makes sense that he's more, like, open and vulnerable now that they're in that throuple together.
1: Yeah, they, like, sit on the stage together.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, sorry, Harry nods. Draco looks at him a second more. Sorry. I'm not very good at small talk. Do you mind if we skip to the serious business?
1: Of course. Uh, What serious business?
0: Well, for the wedding. I think that we should go with lilies, you know, for your mother. And then... (laughs) (laughs) Look, I know you'll want (laughs) beer (laughs) at the ceremony, but I just can't stomach it. So we're doing Fire whiskey, Ogden's of course, top label, and um cham- champers. Is this
1: is this for our wedding or or our boys?
0: What? Oh yes. Those, the boys. Honestly, truly it's more upsetting to you. My family's been inbreeding for generations, so. <laughs> inbreeding? Yeah, just because it's weird because they'd be stepbrothers you know? Oh, okay. So Draco's like, truly, this is not the most horrific thing that's ever happened to the Malfoy line. You're lucky they're not blood related.
1: Was this all happening in that beat? Because, you know, we have another beat.
0: Yeah, that was all happening in the beat. That was the serious business that Draco came to Harry's office to discuss. He was like, I'm bad at small talk. Let's get to the serious business of the wedding planning.
1: Of course. What serious
0: business? (laughs) Do you think Theodore Knott had the only time turner? What? The time turner the Ministry seized was a prototype made of inexpensive metal. It does the job, sure, but only being able to go back in time for five minutes. That's a serious flaw. It isn't something you'd sell to true collectors of dark magic. Harry realizes that Drake, what Draco is saying.
1: He was working for you?
0: No, my father. He liked owning things that no one else had. The ministry's time, Turner, thanks to Croker, were always a little vanilla for him. Ew. What? Jack. <laughs> Croaker? He wanted the ability to go back further than an hour, but he wanted the ability to travel back years. He'd never have used it. Secretly, I think he'd prefer a world without Voldemort, but yes, the time-turner was built for him.
1: And did you keep it?
0: Draco reveals the time turner. No five minute problem.
1: This is so shitty.
0: I love it. (laughs) Now, I think this is what this is a very Draco move.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't mean like it's shitty writing. I mean, I'm now criticizing Draco as a character. Like, this is so shitty after you've been like on your little high horse and yelling at Harry. I
0: love it. I actually love it. I think it's perfect. He's such a little shit. And then he walks in all like nonchalant. Do you think that Theodore not had the only time turner? Hmm. hmm. I Why? Don't think so. What do you think? Who could possibly? Not, no five minute problem, and it gleams like gold, just the way the Malfoys like it. You're smiling.
1: Hermione Granger. It was the reason she kept the first, the fear that there might be a second. Hanging on to this, you could have been sent to
0: Azkaban. Consider the alternative. Consider if people had known that I had the ability to travel in time. Consider the rumor that would have been given increased credence. Harry looks at Draco, understanding him perfectly.
1: Scorpius. Yes, obviously, they've had this conversation, like, 12
0: times. We were capable of having children, but Astoria was frail. A blood malediction, a serious one. Malediction, a serious one. An ancestor was cursed. It showed up in her. You know how these things can resurface after generations. I'm sorry, Draco. I didn't want to risk her health. I I said it didn't matter whether the Malfoy line died with me, whether my father, whatever my father said. But Astoria, she didn't want a baby for the Malfoy name, for pure blood or glory. But for us, our child, Scorpius was born. It was the best day of both of our lives. Although it weakened Astoria considerably. We hid ourselves away, the three of us. I wanted to conserve her strength, and and so the rumours started.
1: I can't imagine what that was like.
0: Astoria always knew that she was not destined for old age. She wanted me to have somebody when she left, because it is exceptionally lonely being Draco Malfoy. I will always be suspected. There is no escaping the past. I, I never realized, though, that by hiding him away from his gossiping, judgmental world, I ensured that my son would emerge shrouded in worse suspicion than I could have ever endured. <laughs> Harry,
1: love blinds.
0: Get out of here. Get out. <laughs>
1: We have both tried to give our sons not what they needed, but what we needed. We've been so busy trying to rewrite our own past. we've blighted their present.
0: Which is why you need this. I have been holding on to it, barely resisting using it, even though I would sell my soul for another minute with Astoria.
1: I wonder why you're always suspected, Drake. <laughs>
0: He didn't, though. He's been a good boy.
1: He's been a good boy, but he had a trick up his sleeve.
0: Always. You (laughs) have Draco if he doesn't. Oh, Draco. We can't. We can't use it. Draco looks up at Harry, and for the first time, at the bottom of his dreadful pit, they look at each other as lovers. As friends. Sorry, it says as friends. Slip of the tongue. Slip of the tongue. We have to find them. If it takes centuries, we must find our sons.
1: We have no idea where they are or when they are. Searching in time when you've no idea where in time to search? That's a fool's errand. No, love won't do it, and nor will a time-turner. I'm afraid it's up to our sons now. They're the only ones who can save us.
0: i liked that scene it was fine <laughs> it was stupid but it was fine i just like draco but uh again i don't really feel like he'd be sharing all of this with harry but i do like getting him in a story's backstory it's tragic it's fun and i eat it up obviously
1: act four scene five godrick's hollow outside james and lily potter's house 1981 We tell my granddad and grandma. That
0: they'll never get to see their son grow up. She's strong enough. This is the scene with Albus and Scorpius. Oh, yeah. They probably know by our voices.
1: (laughs) (laughs) She's strong enough. I know she is. You
0: saw her. She looked wonderful, Albus. And if I were you, I would be desperate to talk to her. But she needs to be able to beg Voldemort for Harry's life. She needs to think he might die. And you're the worst spoiler. And you're the worst spoiler in the world that didn't turn out to be true.
1: Dumbledore. Dumbledore's alive. We get Dumbledore involved. We do what you did with Snape.
0: Can we risk him knowing your dad survives? That he has a kid? Okay, wait. Wait, 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 wait. Jack. Time traveling Dumbledore? Time traveling Dumbledore. Maybe he's not time traveling. Maybe Albus and Scorpius have told them, told him everything that's happened. So he follows the script that Albus and Scorpius have given him. And that's why he knows everything to combine with your theory from our original series.
1: Interesting.
0: Brain Brain blast. (laughs)
1: He's Dumbledore, he can cope with
0: anything. Albus, there have been about a hundred books written on what Dumbledore knew, how he knew it or why he did what he did. But what's undoubtedly true, what he did, he needs to do. And I'm not going to risk messing with it. I was able to ask for help because I was in an alternate reality. We aren't, we're in the past. We can't fix time only to re- create more problems. If our adventures have taught us anything, they've taught us that. The danger of talking to anyone, infecting time, are too great.
1: Thank God for Scorpius, because Albus is a dumb-dumb.
0: Literally, he's like, he's well... the run He learns nothing. <laughs> he grows in no way. Got Harry's jeans. God bless him.
1: So we need to talk to the future. We need to send Dad a message.
0: But we don't have an owl that can fly through time. And he doesn't have a time turner.
1: We get a message to Dad. He'll find a way to get back here. Even if he has to build a time turner himself.
0: We send a memory. Like a pensieve. Stand over him and send a message. Hope he reaches for the memory at the exact right moment. I mean, it's unlikely, but stand over the baby and just repeatedly shout, help, help, help. I mean, it might traumatise the baby slightly. (laughs) Only slightly. Trauma now is nothing compared to what's happening. And maybe when he... Then, thinks later, he might remember the faces of us as we shouted. Help! Scorpius looks at Albus. You're right. It's a terrible idea. It's
1: one of your worst ideas ever.
0: Got it. We deliver it ourselves. We wait 40 years, we deliver it.
1: Not a chance. Once Delvia set time the way she wants, she'll send armies to try and find us. Kill us.
0: So we hide in a hole?
1: As pleasurable.
0: <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Jack. Jack, what? As- what have you done? <laughs> Say it. Say it, Molly.
1: As pleasurable as it will be to hide in a hole with you for the next 40 years, they'll find us.
0: I can't believe I can't believe.
1: And we'll die and and time will be stuck in the wrong position. No. We need something we can control. Something we know he'll get at exactly the right time. We need a...
0: That's nothing. Still, if I've had to choose a companion to be at the return of eternal darkness with, I'd choose you.
1: No offence but i choose someone massive and really good at magic.
0: Fuck you, Albus. Lily exits the house with baby Harry in a pram. She carefully puts a blanket on him.
1: His blanket? She's wrapping him in his blanket.
0: Well, it's a moderately cold day.
1: He always said it's the only thing he had from her. Look at the love with which she put it on him. I think he'd like to know about that. I wish I could tell him.
0: And I wish I could tell my dad. Well, I'm not sure what. I think I'd like to tell him that I'm occasionally capable of more bravery than he might think I am. Albus has a thought. Sorry.
1: Scorpius, my dad still has that blanket.
0: I think that is the stupidest stage direction in this whole play. Like they're talking. Right. They literally She's talking. He's light bulb talking. moment. They're always having a thought. That's literally how a play works. That's fine. That's fine. That won't work. If we write a message on it now, even really small, he'll read it too soon. Time will be spoiled.
1: What do you know about love potions? What's the ingredient that they all contain?
0: Amongst other things, pearl dust.
1: Pearl dust is a relatively
0: rare ingredient, isn't it? Mainly because it's pretty expensive. What's this about, Albus?
1: Dad and I had a fight on the day before I went to school.
0: This, I am aware of. I believe it kind of got us into this mess.
1: I threw the blanket across the room. It collided with the love potion that Uncle Ron gave me as a joke.
0: He's a funny guy.
1: <laughs> I guess. <laughs> oh the potion spilled, and the blanket was covered in it. And I happen to know for a fact, Mum hasn't let Dad touch that room since I'd left. It... So... So, it's coming up to Hallow's Eve in their time, as well as ours. He told me that he always finds that blanket. He needs to be with it on Hallow's Eve. It was the last thing his mum gave him, so he will look for it. And when he finds it...
0: No, still not getting you.
1: What reacts with pearl dust?
0: Well, it is said that if tincture of dimmy guys and pearl dust meet they burn
1: and is tincture of he's unsure how to say that word as am i demi guys visible to the naked eye no so if we were to get that blanket and write on it in tincture of demi guys then
0: eureka Nothing would react to it until it came into contact with the love potion in your room, in the present, by Dumbledore. I love it!
1: I just want to be clear. The stage note was Eureka.
0: <laughs> yes, the stage note was Eureka. <laughs> Excellent.
1: Um, <clears throat> We just need to work out where to find Demiguises.
0: Yeah, Demiguise is that creature in... um. And Fantastic Beasts.
1: Yeah, I know. That was my reading of it.
0: No, that makes sense. Sorry, that was a good (laughs) reading. So good, in fact, I believed that you
1: (laughs) That was um,
0: acting. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) You know, rumor has it, the Filda, bagshot, never saw the point in witches and wizards locking their doors. Who the fuck knows that? Rumor has it, Molly. Rumor has it.
1: Get Adele in here.
0: Open. (laughs) Rumor was right. Time to steal some wands and get potioning. What witch has multiple wands in her home?
1: Batilda Bagshot. Rumor has it.
0: (laughs) Rumor has it. Ooh. Ooh she's she's got wands she never locks her door so little wizards can steal no that was not my best it's not my best
1: we'll workshop it (laughs) put it in the next act act five the epilogue (laughs) um was i reading the stage notes no i was okay oh right of course eureka (laughs) Um, next scene, we've got Harry and Jenny.
0: You want to be Harry or Jenny?
1: Um, whatever.
0: Why don't I be Harry? Okay.
1: And then Albus and Scorpius are in it later. We'll we'll keep to those parts. Yeah,
0: we know those.
1: (laughs) Um Act 4, scene six, Harry and Ginny Potter's house, Albus's room. Harry is sitting on Albus's bed. Ginny enters. She looks at him. Surprised to find you here.
0: Don't worry. I haven't touched anything. Your shrine is preserved. Sorry bad choice of words
1: jenny says nothing harry looks up at her
0: you know i've had some pretty terrible hallows eves but this is undoubtedly at least the second worst jesus
1: i was wrong to blame you i always accuse you of jumping to things and it was me who albus went missing and i assumed it was your fault i'm sorry i did that
0: you don't think this is my fault?
1: Harry, he was kidnapped by a powerful dark witch. How can that be your fault?
0: I chased him away. I chased him to her.
1: Can we not treat this as if the battle is already lost? Jenny nods. Harry starts to cry.
0: I'm sorry, Jen.
1: Are you not listening to me? I'm sorry, too.
0: I shouldn't have survived. It was my destiny to die. Even Dumbledore thought so. And yet I lived. I beat Voldemort, all these people, all these people, my parents, Fred, the Fallen 50, and who? (laughs) (laughs) Are we just
1: like, by the way, 50 people died in the battle? The
0: Fallen 50? Also, like
1: if you had died, Harry, Albus wouldn't exist. None so. of
0: your children would. I really am stuck on this fallen 50 thing because they've dropped it in here. Like we had established what that was and we did not.
1: I don't think I just. 50 of whom?
0: Also, are we supposed to expect that Fred. And all these people aren't included in the Falling People.
1: I think Fred is, but like, also, are we not giving a shout out to Lupin or Tonks?
0: If we're throwing out names. Okay. And it's me that gets to live. How is that? All this damage and it's my fault.
1: They were killed by Voldemort.
0: But if I'd stopped him sooner, all that blood on my hands, and our son has been taken too.
1: He's not dead. Do you hear me, Harry? He's not dead. She takes Harry in her arms. There's a big pause filled with pure unhappiness. Let's all pause for some pure unhappiness.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Boy, howdy the boy who lived. How many people have died for the boy who lived?
1: Harry sways a moment, unsure. Then he notices the blanket. He walks towards it.
0: This blanket is all I have, you know, of that Hallow's Eve. This is all I have to remember them and whilst.
1: He picks up the blanket. He discovers it has holes in it. He looks at it, dismayed.
0: This has got holes in it. Ron's idiotic love potion has burnt through it, right through it. Look at this. It's ruined. Ruined!
1: He opens up the blanket. He sees writing burnt through it. He's surprised. What? Harry, it has something written. On another part of the stage, Albus and Scorpius appear. Dad.
0: We're starting with Dad.
1: So he'll know it's from me.
0: Harry is his name. We should start with Harry.
1: We're starting with dad. Dad, Harry. Dad. Does it say dad? It's not that distinct.
0: Dad, hell.
1: <sighs> oh, sorry. I read Harry's line. Um, Jenny,
0: now. Oh, oh my, my God. God. We're really messing it up. Okay. Okay, so- Jenny.
1: Hello. Does that say hello?
0: And then good? Harry. Dad, hello, good, hello. No, this is a strange joke. Dad! Hold on, that's me. That's you, that's Albus. (laughs) Albus.
1: Dad. Help. Godric's hollow. Jenny. Give me that. My eyesight is better than yours. Yes. Dad. Hello. Good. That's not hello again, that's hello or hollow. And then some numbers there. These are clear. Three, one, one, zero, eight, one. Is this, is this one of those muggle telephone numbers? Or a grid reference? Or a... Harry looks up, several thoughts smashing through his brain at once.
0: No, it's a date. 31st of October, 1981. The date my parents were killed.
1: Jenny looks at Harry and then back at the blanket. That, Jenny, that doesn't say hello. It says
0: help. Dad, help. Godric's Hollow, 311081. It's a message. Clever boy left me a message.
1: Harry kisses Jenny's hand. Oh, hard.
0: (laughs) I was like, and? (laughs) I don't know if this is the time for making out.
1: I also don't. It could have just said Harry kisses Jenny.
0: Hard. 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 Erect. Kisses are erect. Albus wrote this. And he told me where they are and when they are now. And and when they are. And now we know where she is. We know where we can fight her.
1: He kisses her hard. Again. Jesus. We haven't gotten them back yet. We haven't gotten them back again yet.
0: I'll send an owl to Hermione. You send one to Draco. Draco's already there. You guys live together now. He had to step out. Okay. Tell them to meet us at Godric's with the time turner.
1: And it is us,
0: okay? Don't even think about going back without me, Harry. Of course you're coming. We have a chance, Ginny. And by Dumbledore, that's all we need. A chance. That's
1: the best use of, like, Dumbledore's name in phrase so far.
0: By Dumbledore? Yeah. By Dumbledore, I think we've got it. Yeah. They've used it twice like that.
1: I prefer that than to thank Dumbledore.
0: Yeah, I think that makes more sense. I'm not really sold on the whole thing in a realistic Harry Potter universe, but...
1: All right, so I have in my notes one more scene and
0: then we'll we'll break there. Okay, sounds good. I'll be um Herm and Draco. Okay. And you'll be Ginny and Ron. You'll be the Weasleys. The Weasleys. Act 4, scene 7. Godric's Hollow. Ron, Hermione, Draco, Harry, and Ginny walk through a present-day Godric's Hollow, a busy market town. It's expanded over the years. Godric's Hollow, it must be 20 years. Is it
1: just me, or are there more muggles about?
0: Hermione, it's becoming quite a popular weekend break. Oh, I forgot I was Draco. (laughs) I can see why. Look at the thatched roofs. And is that a farmer's market?
1: No, wizards don't know what farmer's markets are. Refuse.
0: Hermione approaches (laughs) Harry, who is looking around himself, overwhelmed by all that he sees. You remember when we were here last? This feels just like old times.
1: Old times with a few unwelcome ponytails added to the mix. Ron, you were even there.
0: Ponytails?
1: They're saying it's like a hippie town with farmer's markets.
0: That's stupid. That ponytail thing is stupid. That's a dumb joke. And it's, it's basically
1: Tacoma Park.
0: Draco knows a barb when he hears one. Can I just say, Malfoy? Oh, he's oh, he's talking about Draco. Oh,
1: never mind. I thought it was about the farmers' markets. I
0: was like, what?
1: Which is still weird, but.
0: Can I just say,
1: Malfoy? You may be all chummy chummy with Harry, and you may have produced a relatively nice child but you've said some very unfair things to me and about my wife.
0: And your wife doesn't need you fighting her battles for her? Hermione looks witheringly at Ron. Ron takes the hit.
1: Fine, but if you say one thing about her or me... You'll do what, Weasley?
0: Hesitating in the face of unwavering, of her unwavering gaze. Oh, you,
1: you skipped Hermione's line.
0: Sorry, sorry. he hug you, because we're all on the same team, aren't we, Ron?
1: Fine. I, um, I think you've got really nice hair, Draco.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, husband. Now, this seems a good spot. Let's do this. Draco takes out the time turner. It begins spinning wildly as the others take their places around it. And there is a giant whoosh of light, a smash of noise, and time stops. And then it turns over, thinks a bit, and begins spooling backwards, slow at first. And then it speeds up. And they look around themselves. So, has it worked?
1: Oh my gosh, has it? We won't have Ah! Ah! <laughs> all right y'all you know the drill write us review us do all of those things and um stay magical charmed i'm sure
0: mischief managed bum bum ba, bum 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 bum